And here we see the radical message of how the Pharisees demanded a sign and Jesus and the true brethren was the sign. And we see that Jesus is now moving on to chapter 13. But we left off where it talks about in chapter 12. It says, while he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. Now listen. Then one, one said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. But he answered and said to, he said, he said to the one who told him, who is my mother and, and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand toward his disciple and said, here are my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother what a radical time lord jesus we come before you father we we know that you're here lord in your holy spirit we ask now that you come before us in jesus name amen listen how radical is that jesus left off by saying that you are my mothers and my brothers look at here we go where now we're on the parable of the soils it also talks about this in Mark chapter 4 and Luke chapter 8. And we see the radical message here. And today is, is, is crazy because I want to tell you that the sower actually, you know, the sower is, is the sower of the, of the soil and the sower of the seed. We see in chapter 13, but we see the message here. In our own lives. And what does that mean? Because here we see Jesus talking in a simple parable in a teaching method that was used by the rabbis. Okay? And so, as a believer, we can see, you know, the first time I ever heard this message, I was caught off guard. You know, I was like, this is crazy. Um, This message doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't make sense at the time, and it still don't. But this message that I preach is going to make sense. Because the man in this chapter represents God, and the seed is his message. And so just as the planted seeds start to grow, the Word of God starts to deepen and grow within a, within a person. Okay, That's the Word of God. And so some seeds fell on the path, and the birds ate it. Now the birds represent Satan. This is a metaphorical speech of what Jesus is speaking in a parable, okay? To the disciples and to the people and to other people listening. And he's speaking to you. Now the birds represent Satan and the seed on the path represents people who hear the message. But they immediately, it, it's lost. And you're thinking, how is that? What's well, simple. People today they're outside, they're doing their living their life, they're they're living their life in sin. They don't know Christ, not everybody. And you get believers and lovers of the Lord and brothers and sisters, they want to share God's gospel. And it's a spiritual warfare. And so what happens is 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 let's just read this, you guys. Are you ready? Let's get into in into Matthew chapter 13. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house, okay? And he sat by the sea. And a great multitude were gathered together to him so that he got into, the, into a boat and he sat in the whole multitude stood on the shore, right? He sat, okay? So he got into the boat 
and he sat because there was no room for him, so he sat on the boat. Okay, and he st- well actually he he got on the boat and he sat, and the whole multitudes they stood right there on the shore. Now then he then he spoke many things to them in parables. Verse three, saying, "Behold, a sower." Okay, went out to sow. The sower is a man like in a farm. Think of a man that's farming his his land and he's planting corn or fruit. Okay. He's got his bag of seeds and he's got his till and he's he's farming with his arms and he's getting the soil. He's making it nice and beautiful and he's he's all oh, the soil's rich and this and that. Okay, so 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 he he basically he's got his seeds in his bag, he's got his water ready, okay? And then he's and then basically he went out to sow and he sowed some seeds, okay? Now some seeds they fell by the wayside, okay? And the birds came and devoured them. Verse 5 says some 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 not all, some. Now the seeds the seeds are the people. Okay? The seeds are the people. Some fell on stony places. Okay? Probably because they were out getting, you know, they were they were getting stoned on and they were basically not paying attention and they fell on stone. Meaning they 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 if you drop a piece of stone on a ground, a flat piece of stone, and you put a little bit of dirt, nice soil on it, and you let the seed fall on the on the slate, and the seed you start to water it. It only goes a certain a certain way. Basically, you're going to get a little bit of grass, and then eventually, if you don't water it, it's going to die off. So the water is the word of God. The seed is us. We need to sow into the seed of Jesus Christ. And so when I first heard this message, this. You know, this, this pastor was preaching and he was like, we need to, you need to sow into the seed of the money. He was using this illustration as money. And I sat to myself thinking, how evil can this be? This is worse than the, than the raven stealing the seed because now the pastor is trying to take your money. So, get it? So, so. We see how the sow, how the sowing happened, and he sowed some seed that fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. It couldn't get the roots inside. The roots is us. We need to go deep. We need to be planted by the riverside. Right there, man, where we could just grow deep. And the more we read, the more we start to see what God's plans are in our lives. And so many believers, they receive Jesus Christ and they get caught up in the, in the, in the cares of the world and they can't see straight. Or you talk to new believers and they don't understand because they've never really had been plugged in to the gospel, which is fine. It's okay. That's how we grow, because when we grow, we show, and then when we show, we know how God wants us to live our lives for him, and he gives us that plan that nobody could take from us. It's a radical plan, man, whether it be your, you using being used in school, whether you just being the light. Me, you may think to yourself, well, I have nothing to offer God. 
And God says, no, you do. Your beautiful smile, just being a representation of me and praying for others is just good enough. Well, if you are a cultivistic Jehovah or you are a cultivistic you know, Mormon, to me, it's cultivistic because they don't believe in Jesus Christ as our God. And that, that's against my beliefs. Well, you would think that it's, it's okay, but it's not okay. You see, we believers, all we have to do is rest in God's grace. It's about resting in his grace. It's about growing in his truth. It's about being where he wants us to be and how he wants us to be. It's about obedience, mercy. Jesus desires mercy, the Bible says. Listen, this is important because some believers fall on stony places where they we don't, they don't have much earth and they immediately spring up because they, they got no death, no, no, no earth, no soil. They're not plugged in right with the gospel. They, they, they wither away. But verse six says, but when the sun was, was up, they were scorched and because they had no root, they withered away. And verse seven says, and some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them out. They choked them. There's other seeds. So what does that mean? You're out there, you're witnessing to people, you're giving them the gospel, they receive the gospel, but they spring back into their old behavior, their old life, and they end up doing their old thing again, and they forget the enemy, who is the devil, tries to trip them up and steal their joy to get them back on where they were before they accepted Christ. This is what happens, believers. Jesus is saying... Don't let the cares of the world, depression, drugs, alcohol, choke you up because it will strangle you with problems. Rest, Jesus says. We just preached about it, the Lord and I. Matthew eleven twenty eight verse 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. For your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus didn't promise, you know, daisies and roses and, 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 and peaches and cream. But he did promise rest. And so as believers, we have to understand that this is others fall on good ground. Look at the other the non-believers. And when they come to the Lord, they, they fall when you, they, when they receive Jesus, they fall back on their old ways and their old behaviors, their old patterns. And they think to them, like, oh, how am I going to change? How do I get back on to the solid ground? That is where we become in the word. That's when we don't let the, the devil choke us out. Verse eight says, but others fell on good ground and they yielded crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. And he who has ears, let him hear. Now listen to this. Remember in the beginning of the sermon, I told you that it was about the farmer planting seeds. The seeds yield fruit. You have avocado seeds, tomato seeds, peach seeds. You have grape seeds. Oh, beautiful grape seeds. You can, these are the seeds that are us, that God gives us when we receive Jesus Christ. 
He's, when we receive Jesus Christ in our hearts, that is the seed, okay? So if you're outside and you tell somebody, hey, look, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and they say yes, those are the seeds that you give them and they take it. Satan wants to destroy that seed that you've given them for the Lord. He wants to turn that seed into lemon seeds. He wants to turn those seeds into nasty seeds, marijuana seeds. He wants to teach, I'm telling you, this is the way the enemy works. You know, wine, it says it's good for the stomach, the Bible, right? A glass, not two glasses, a glass of wine. Wine, once it's fermented in 14 days, it becomes yeast and the yeast, it becomes nasty and it becomes, it becomes wine, Satan used the fr- that bad seed and that bad fruit to become wine. That's why you have a lot of winos on the streets because of the addiction that it brings. These are the seeds that we believers have to recognize that choke us out. These are nasty seeds. Pears, they're beautiful, but when they rot, they become alcohol. Those are demonic Satan seeds. We have to understand that our seeds, Christ in us, produces fruit, and we're supposed to give that fruit to others. It's amazing, but believers, you got to believe me. But here I am. I'm at this church, man. It's called Woo. The I don't want to say it, but oh, he's he's preaching on he's preaching on the wallet. He's saying, oh, that money. Oh, you got to sow into the seeds in order to get that blessing. Because God will curse you if you don't sow into that seed of $100. Man, I got up and I couldn't believe it, man, when I heard that message. I was like looking around saying, are you kidding me? The guy goes, real men that love Jesus, they got, they they formed the $100 lines. $100 lines. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the front of the pastor and he's got lines of $20 lines $10 lines, uh, $50 bill lines, $100 bill lines, credit card machines coming out. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is what the church is today. Money, money, money by the pound. You never see that movie, Peach Dragon? And the guy goes town to town with his dragon and he's, you know, and the guy's got his little oil and his, his you know, his little pills that he makes and he's, whoo, it's money, money, money by the pound. And, you know, every little inch, Every little money. And, you know, this is what I see. Peach dragon. Me, 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 me. Mine, 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 mine. This is what we have today. An adulterous generation that seeks a sign and no sign shall be given except for Jonah in the belly of the whale. The other day I was looking at the new, at the, at the uh, TV, man, and I seen on the, on the, on the history channel, whatever it was, Big old beautiful whale coming out of it. Looked like a giant carnival cruise line. It was a beautiful whale coming out, man. Coming up and touching this guy, man. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And it just opened its mouth, man. And I went, wow. You could just see where Jonah got swallowed by a whale and spit out in Nineveh three days later. I don't believe that. Well, I don't care if you don't believe it. It is what it is. (laughs) Have some faith. That's a mustard seed. So we see how people distort 
the word of God. Look at here, it says, and the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? <laughs> they're, telling, they're telling Jesus. Why do you speak to them like, like babies? Like, you know, because Jesus is saying, man, look, you're going to get choked out. You're going to get knocked out. You're going to get beat down. Things are going to happen to you. You're going to get a flat tire in a tornado like we did almost the other day. We went through a tornado. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is that it? We're gone. We're going to die. Everyone's like, all right, praise the Lord. We're leaving. I think I called my friend. He's a pastor. I said, goodbye, bro. I love you, dude. <laughs> I ain't coming down next week. I'm going up. Get it? I'm getting raptured the fast way. <laughs> he goes, you're crazy, man. I go, no, man. I'm really in a tornado. Look, dude. Job got hit with a tornado. His family. We, 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 we complain. We complain. But we sit in these big houses with big, beautiful pools. And we complain. And Job's family was wiped out. Boom. But he still loved the Lord. And God blessed him in the end. You're going to get choked out, man. Yeah, you're going to get choked out. You're going to get messed up. You're going to fail. You're going to see horrible things in life. Experience horrible things. You're going to go through nasty thoughts that the devil plants those seeds in your mind. You're going to go through it deep. You're going to have, sadly, miscarriages. And may the Lord bless you. I've had those. It's horrible, me and my wife. It's horrible. But God is in control. He is in control and he has a plan for you. Listen, believers, it's not about the sow and the seed money. God don't care about your money. And one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And they will not have any money in their hand. And God's going to say, what did you do with my son? What seed did you sow? Well, I gave that church. I was in the $100 line. <laughs> oh, okay. God says, get out of here. You're not. No, that's not where it's at. Remember the woman in the mite. She had nothing. And Jesus said she gave to me more than anybody in Israel. Because she gave out of the abundance of her heart. And that's what Christ says. Sow into that seed, dude. Sow into a relationship with me, Jesus says. Sow into a relationship with my son, Jesus Christ. Because I am the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. But God forbid I'm going to stand in those $50 lines. Or those $100 lines. Because they're not going to get me into heaven. A relationship with Jesus Christ will. Listen, believers... Don't worry, God is on your side. Verse 10 says, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered and said to them, Well, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given because they don't have the Lord. You see? They're, they're, they're zombies. Jesus didn't say that, but I'm saying that. We're zombies. We, me, you, everyone are zombies Walking around in the, in the Greek term is meandering. It means without a cause. Just wandering around. <laughs> Not knowing what's going on. Partying. Doing drugs. Doing this. Worried. I'm so worried about my bills. God's saying, dude, take, take this, man. Come here. Listen to the preacher. Listen to the guys wanting to accept me, Jesus says. 
and you won't worry anymore. But to them it has been not been given, for whoever has to him more will be given. And who and listen, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in, in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says this. And listen to this, it's important, you guys. Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of the people have gone grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. Listen, all that drama and in the end, Jesus says, so I should heal them. He wants to heal us. I don't know anywhere in this chapter, you false pastors out there, where it talks about sowing in the seed of the money. Where? Verse 16 says, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For surely I say to you, that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see. <laughs> and they did not see it. And they hear what you hear, and did not hear it. Listen to this. Verse 18 says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. That's the devil. It's that simple. Doesn't talk about money. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. Verse 20, but he who receives the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. So he's happy. He goes to a big old crusade. Woo! I'm in a crusade. And I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Hey! And then all of a sudden he gets saved. The next day he wakes up and the devil robs his joy. He didn't read 1 John because nobody plugged him in. Verse 21 says, you know, because he wasn't rooted in. He has no root. The root's drying up in himself. It says, yet he has no root in himself. But endures only for a while. You know, he lasts like, he'll spin like a spinner on a spinner top. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. He's out of here. I'm gone. See, God already knows. God's telling you in advance of what the devil's doing. It's not us. It's the devil trying to deceive us. Remember, listen, it says in verse 18, therefore, Hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, here we go. Then the wicked one comes. Don't forget about the wicked one. People forget about the wicked one. He wants to snatch away your joy. Listen. These are the seeds, man, God's talking about. Verse 21, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. He's like, oh man, God, I can't see straight. Verse 22 says, now he who receives the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world. So they get caught up in the drama, man. And the deceitfulness of the riches. 
It, it's true. They choke the word, bro, and it becomes unfruitful. So they get caught up in the cares of this world. Okay, they're bogged down by the drama and the, and the, and the family issues and everything else and the deceitfulness of riches. Oh, you know, you know, it's weird how the past, some, some pastors preach on money on this chapter, but yet look at this. And it even says it, how wrong they are. The thorns is he who hears the word and, and cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and becomes unfruitful. Yeah, you can see it. They have yachts and big boats, you know, big planes. Oh, I need this airplane so I can fly to uh, another side of the country easier. Yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah. I can, you know how many revivals I can do with this jet? Oh, God, bro. But he who receives the seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and produces some hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Listen. Don't let money blind you. Don't let don't let the, the, the enemy destroy your mind. Thinking you're gonna be this big giant rich pastor or whatever you think you're caught up in, man. Don't let the devil choke your seed. Don't let the devil choke your seed, man. Let God love you. Produce the fruit and give it away. Jesus says, produce the fruit and give it away. Give it to people. You know, don't sit there and allow the enemy to choke you out, the wicked one. Read your Bible. Go to a Bible study. Find a non-denominational church or whatever church that's teaching solid verse-by-verse scripture. Go there. Get plugged in. Women, go to the Bible studies. It's not about us. Men, get off the TV. Quit working so much. Well, I have to provide. Don't be a workaholic. Be a Jesus-holic. Jesus-holic. That's my new word. Look, Jesus-holic. Love your family. Read to them. Make time for your, your family. This is what it's about, man. Believers, make time for God. Sow the seeds. Bring the seeds to people. Drop the seeds. Let the Lord water the soil. It's not your job to, you know, you know water them. Here you go. I'm coming back for you. It's your job to give them the seed, plug them in, and show them the word of God and teach them for how long ever it takes it makes to build them up so that they don't rot on a stone and dry up and wither away or that the Satan doesn't steal their joy, their seed. This is what I'm saying, believers. It's up to us to hear the word and to give the seeds out and reproduce what someone did for us. This is the trick. Then the next step is to yield to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit in your life flow through you. Well, what is the Holy Spirit? It's the Jesus says it's the characteristics of him. He said, I, leave, I left you, John chapter 14. I will go away, but then he will leave his, his Holy Spirit, the advocate, the helper. To, he will guide us into everything. He will show us and teach us. But we need to submit to him. Let him work in us and through us. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Oh, what a good helper you are, Lord. 
What a helper you are, Father. Lord, I pray for the people outside right now that are challenged, getting challenged, Father, by the enemy. And I know it's mindful spiritual warfare. We got to cover our minds. And in, in Ephesians, it says to guard our loins. The, the spiritual battle is real, Father, and we know this. So I pray right now that you help believers out there that are getting beat down by problems and not focusing on the actual trial, but focusing on why the trial is happening. Lord, we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, believers, if you're going through a trial right now, it's not the trial, okay, that it's, 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 it's you focusing on Jesus and learning what's going to happen through this trial. This is how we grow. This is how the seed produces patience. We have to be patient so God's prophetic work can, can, can grow in us and show in us. Let's not let's let's submit to Jesus and resist the devil and he will flee, the Bible says. Let's not focus on the devil. Let's focus on what Jesus wants to do in our life. God bless you guys. And listen, thank you for growing in his word. Thank you for all you listeners out there. Thank you for uh, everything you've done and all the prayers. And I love it. We, we, we're blessed that you're you're part of this ministry. Even though you don't we don't want you to give any money. We're, we're, we're blessed that you're giving to the poor and that you're giving to whoever that God puts on your heart to give to. That's what it's about. Sowing to the seed of helping others. That's what this chapter is about. Sowing in the seed to help others, not money. Not money dance. No, no, no. It's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And that's it, man. God bless you guys. And listen, growing in his word is powered by Jesus Christ and led by the Holy Spirit. God bless you guys, man.